Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers Namaskar GDP is showing better picture GST collection of rupees 1.5 lakh crores seems to be new normal car dispatch to dealers are rising PMI manufacturing at 31 months high and petrol diesel consumptions have gone up These are some of the economic indicator data came in public domain on May 31st and June 1 and presenting a very bright picture of the economy. Now, what next? And are there something to worry about? To talk about all those things, we have with us Aditi Nair, Chief Economist with ICRA. Welcome to the show, Aditi. Thank you, Shashir. Very happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, Aditi, with these numbers, will it be correct to say that post-pandemic recovery has now been cemented or is it still early? You know, the recovery is most certainly there. I think the concern is that it's still very uneven across sectors. So when we look at the macro numbers like these, like the GST collections, we are going to get a healthy growth. That doesn't mean that every sector is contributing equally to the revenue growth that we're seeing in the headline GST numbers. and you said 1.5 trillion is a new normal for uh, gst i suspect it's even a little higher than that uh, the range we are penciling in for the next few months is 1.57 to 1.62 so a little bit higher than what you said and uh, in terms of uh, the growth rates i would say that we probably going to remain in a range of uh, 7 to 11% um, for each of the remaining months of uh, fi 24 So GST definitely, I think, is going to remain uh, quite healthy, and the year as a whole, we do expect it to be in line with the normal GDP growth uh, of around ten percent. But having said that, I'll come back to what uh, the point that I was making earlier. We don't think that every sector is going to contribute equally to the growth. And see, for example, if we break apart the core sector uh, data that we got uh, on the thirty first, there's a few sectors that have done. very well with a robust growth and then the other half have pretty much shown a contraction partly because it was unseasonal rainfall but again i mean you know it's just showing this unevenness when we piece apart the data into its constituents okay uh, aditi most of uh, us we talk about uh, v shape w shape k shape going by your statement that uneven movement we are seeing what kind of recovery we are seeing is a v w k or what kind of alphabet you would like to use so i'll use an adjective and my favorite currently is multi speed that's what i like to call the recovery we've got different sectors that are growing at different speeds at different points in time and uh, particularly in the quarters where we have a strong base effect we're going to get a very sharp growth coming in on the services side which may not be matched by what's happening in the other parts of the uh, economy manufacturing and some of the other industrial sectors are getting affected a lot by the commodity price cycle and what it means for margins as well so that is playing out in a different way to the data and agriculture you know the growth was surprisingly strong in q4 fi 23 as a whole at around 4% was certainly higher than what we expected given all of the issues related to untimely rainfall etc and uh, this year i mean it's going to be a tough act to follow especially if you're going to be in for an el nino in the second half of uh, the monsoon season yeah i was coming to the agriculture because agriculture because of the change in the monsoon cycle we are seeing more pre 
uh, monsoon rains and lesser monsoon rains. So, but at the same time, we are getting data like very good sowing and everything. What kind of uh, expectation you have from the agriculture considering all the quarters in FY23, we saw upward movement in the agriculture sector? My baseline expectation for FY24 for the agricultural sector is that a slight delay in the monsoon onset is not going to matter. And even if we have slightly subpar rainfall in June, that's okay because our reservoir levels are quite strong compared to historical trends. What will be really critical will be the amount of rainfall that we get in July because that's the main month for Kharif sowing. And if farmers are going to correctly anticipate that the El Nino might be there and might cause a disruption in the second half of the year, and if they choose to switch to less water-intensive uh, varieties of crops, then the impact of an El Nino can still get mitigated. But the fact that uh, there may be an El Nino in the second half of the monsoon season means that we are in for a period of uncertainty. Okay. Now, coming to the manufacturing sector, if I just take what PMI manufacturing is showing, it's a 31-month high. And of course, it is just based on the survey uh, among 400 companies. Uh, do you see the same kind of optimism in the manufacturing sector, what we saw during the fourth quarter of last fiscal? The fourth quarter of last fiscal, uh, manufacturing benefited from uh, less of commodity price pressure on margins. And that trend will continue and get accentuated in the current quarter. If you would remember last year after the Russia-Ukraine war started, a lot of commodity prices went up very sharply and peaked around June-July and then started moderating after that. Where we are today with commodity prices is significantly lower in year-on-year -year terms compared to Q1 of FI23. And that is likely to give uh, quite a lot of breather to margins. And if some producers are going to be able to pass it through into lower prices, then it may bump up demand as well. But the data from the demand side, it's not showing that kind of encouraging trend. Uh, do you agree with that? Yes, because I still think that people are prioritizing consumption of services over goods. Okay. Now coming to uh, another thing, which is the services. Services, I mean, it seems that uh, more and more people are using services like uh, what we have seen due for the in terms of uh, airline travel or in terms of hotel booking. Do you see that this kind of trend in services sector will continue during this first quarter as well as the second quarter? Yes, I do. I actually believe that quite firmly that uh, people will continue to prioritize services over goods for uh, some more time. And uh, again, uh, you know, last year in this quarter, we were just getting out of the fear of the pandemic and we were slowly coming back to normal. So I think that uh, we got a very good base effect as well in the current quarter that's going to show up in good service sector numbers. And uh, maybe towards the end of the year, things will become less uh, uneven in terms of the demand for goods versus services. Also, other things will have an impact. I mean, you know, in the summer months, typically the demand for summer goods goes up sharply. But because we've had bouts of unseasonal rainfall, that may not have happened to the same extent this year. If the uh, El Nino pushes temperatures up, makes, you know, uh, makes for less wet days and drier and hotter days in August, September, then maybe there'll be a seasonal shift in demand for those products. But we'll have to see how that plays out. And what about rural demand? Uh, I mean, there seems to be, if we go by the two-wheeler number, if we go by the tractor sales number, we are not seeing the kind of things from the rural sector. 
What is your estimate on that? The tractor sales growth is low on a very high base. It's going to be very difficult to sustain numbers like that going ahead. So we would still think that tractor sales is showing a different picture. And the consumption group for tractors could be very different from two-wheelers. Two-wheelers are showing us the picture of a different part of the rural economy. And uh, that is where, uh, you know, we are uh, probably seeing more of uh, the pain. I would again imagine that with the uncertainty related to the monsoon, in general, rural demand may be a little more cautious in the next few months as compared to urban demand. Having said that, even urban demand, I mean, you know, job prospects seem to be very different in different sectors. And here again, there would be pockets of uh, exuberance or maybe exuberance is a little too strong a word, but, uh, uh, you know, pockets of optimism in spending versus other uh, uh, regions or pockets where uh, spending is a little more cautious. Okay. Post-GDP number, Chief Economic Advisor Dr. V. Ananta Nageshwaran said that risks are evenly balanced now. Do you agree with that? I think the question is around what rate of growth. So he is saying risks are evenly balanced around six and a half percent. Yeah. My risks are evenly balanced around six percent. Uh, so we are our baseline growth forecast for uh, FY24 is six percent. We see an upside of fifty basis points if uh, government spending and uh, infrastructure activity kicks off early. And we see a downside of up to 50 basis points if the monsoon is uh, subpar and disruptive. Okay, so the baseline would be 6% if I... For us, yes. At ICRA, oh. we are sticking to a baseline growth of uh, 6%. We're not ruling out 6.5% at all. But mm. that will require uh, government capex uh, to be front-loaded. And we're hoping that will happen. Okay. And if I ask you about the, what is the major concern? We all have talked about all uh, good numbers, all the positive aspect. Uh, but if I ask you two or three base most important concern or the risk at this moment, what would be yours apart from the monsoon? The external environment is certainly a risk. Uh, we've lived with a lot of uh, external uncertainty for uh, the last couple of years. And uh, our, uh, you know, merchandise exports have been contracting for the last few months, pretty months. So that definitely is a risk. How quickly external headwinds start slowing down service sector exports, which have so far been very robust. That's something that we need to wait and watch. And another risk would be, uh, you know, if there is a sudden spike in crude oil prices, then that definitely ends up uh, being uh, disruptive as well. Uh, another high-frequency economic indicator people would be waiting for is the retail inflation, which is going to out on 12th of this month. What is your expectation? You know, we are looking at, at a number of around 45 to 4.7% uh, for the month of May. And uh, basically, flattish to a little lower as compared to the previous month. And we definitely think that Q1 is going to undershoot the uh, earlier expectations. But again, here we cannot rule out that uh, inflation will not rise in the event uh, that an Nino does surface. So uncertainty remains for the second half of the year. But we're definitely looking at a much softer inflation print in FI24 as compared to FI23 on average. Okay. And now my final question to you, that what movement do you expect on interest rate considering high liquidity in the banking system post withdrawal of rupees 2000 and of course uh, expectation of lower inflation? For the June MPC review, we're looking at a pause and we do think that the pause should continue for a few more uh, policies at least after that. Uh, liquidity will get some benefit from uh, 
the 2000 rupee notes uh, which will get deposited in the banking system but in general durable liquidity is likely to be on the tighter side uh, toward the end of the year so this will help to counteract some of that uh, impact and uh, inflation uh, you know, last time the wording of the stance was changed to bring a lot sharper focus on the 4% inflation target itself and not just coming back within the range of uh, 2 to 6%. So based on that, we do think that the bar for rate cards will be set very high and that inflation will have to come on a sustained basis much closer to the 4% mark than, uh, you know, the average of uh, above 5% that we're penciling in right now for uh, FI24 further rate card cycle to commence. And do you see the stance to be changed to neutral? Not in this policy because what we understood in the last couple of uh, policies regarding the stance uh, and uh, the threshold to change it, we don't think that those conditions have been met yet. Aditi, thank you very much. Thank you.